Today's episode was chosen by my backers on Patreon. If you want weekly bonus episodes, ad-free versions of the show, and the possibility to vote on future episodes once a month, become a backer at patreon.com slash bizarrealbums. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Jack Palance, Palance from 1970. Now, there's one thing I wanted to ask Jack to do, because the last time I saw him, I remember very briefly, he said something about the way his name is pronounced. Now, how do you prefer to have your name pronounced, and how is it too often mispronounced? Actually, my name is Vladimir Palahniuk. But, uh, oh, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I pronounced it uh, Jack Palance. That's a 1955 episode of the CBS game show What's My Line? Jack Palance was 36 years old at the time and had been a working film actor for five years. His life had gone down a few different paths before arriving on acting. Growing up in Pennsylvania, he was a standout football player in high school earning a scholarship to the University of North Carolina. But after just two years, he left, reportedly disgusted by the commercialization of the sport. He worked as a coal miner, a short-order cook, and even a boxer. He boxed under the name Jack Brazzo. Reports vary on his boxing career. Records show him only fighting in one sanctioned fight, but he supposedly fought in 20 bouts around the country. He'd been boxing since he was 14 years old, but after an especially tough fight in New York, he said the idea of two men trying to beat each other's brains out must be crazy. And with that thought, his boxing career was over. He joined the U.S. Army Air Forces in 1942, but it was short-lived. He was honorably discharged after the B-24 he was test piloting lost power on takeoff and he was knocked unconscious. The GI Bill helped him enroll at Stanford University. According to Raymond Hall's liner notes on the CD reissue, Palance said of his time at Stanford, quote, I joined the dramatic club and appeared in 10 plays. That was it. I knew that everything else I had done during life was just preparation for my real career. I would become an actor. End quote. After Stanford, Palance left for New York. He would make his Broadway debut in the 1947 comedy The Big Two, playing a Russian soldier. He had just one line that he spoke in Russian. It was a language he was familiar with. It's what his Ukrainian parents spoke at home. Oh, and by the way, his actual last name, Polanyik, the same last name as Fight Club author Chuck Polanyik. I'm breaking the rules by talking about Fight Club, so I'll just say quickly that in a 2007 interview with the AV Club, Chuck Polanyik revealed that according to his family's gossip, Jack Palance was actually his distant uncle. How about that? Jack Palance's big acting break came when he was Anthony Quinn's understudy in A Streetcar Named Desire. The show's director, Elia Kazan, then cast him in his 1950 film, Panic in the Streets. You two men, listen to me! I've got something to tell you! In just his third film, 1952's Sudden Fear, he was nominated for an Academy Award. One year later, he would be nominated for another Academy Award for his next role in Shane. 
The film was also a huge hit and solidified Palance as a star. In addition to films, his stardom even took him to television for Rod Serling's Requiem for a Heavyweight, which was for the live TV series Playhouse 90. In it, he played an old boxer at the end of the line. His background in boxing helped him earn an Emmy Award in 1956 for this performance. Hi. Hi. You're a fighter, aren't you? Yeah, I, I was a fighter. I can tell by your ears. You got big ears. Yeah, they're, they're cauliflower ears. After several years and 16 films... Palance was feeling he was becoming typecast as a villain. He wanted to escape from Hollywood, so he moved to Switzerland. But he continued acting while he was there, starring in several French and Italian films, including Jean-Luc Godard's 1963 film Les Mépris, also known as Contempt. Let's have a drink at my home. Yes or no? Monsieur Procoche, we invite you to prendre un verre. Oui or no? She doesn't know. You know perfectly well. But after five years in Europe, Palance would return to the U.S. in 1963. And he would return to film and TV, appearing in things like The Professionals, The Man from Uncle, and even playing Fidel Castro in 1969's Che. Also in 1969, Jack Palance would head to Nashville. Removal of the Cherokees. Birthday story of Private John G. Burnett, Captain Abraham McClellan's company, 2nd Regiment, 2nd Brigade, Mounted Infantry, Cherokee Indian Removal, 1838-1839. Johnny Cash was filming a docudrama for PBS called Trail of Tears. It was about the forced relocation of the Cherokee tribe from Georgia to Oklahoma that occurred in 1838. Cash starred as Cherokee Chief John Ross, with Palance playing President Andrew Jackson. While in Nashville, Palance connected with singer-songwriter Chris Christofferson. Probably through Johnny Cash, Christofferson had written the song Sunday Morning Comin' Down, which Cash would record in 1969 and have a number one hit with it the following year. Christofferson took Palance to meet Buddy Killen. Killen was already a Nashville legend at this point having produced several hits for Joe Tex and others, in addition to being the bassist at the Grand Ole Opry. Regular listeners of the show might remember him from the Burt Reynolds episode. Palance told Killen that he wanted to record a country album. Killen was intrigued with the idea of having a man who had played so many villains in film record a country album. So not long after, they headed to Woodland Sound Studios in East Nashville and started a record. In 1970... Palance by Jack Palance was released on Warner Brothers Records. You are my number one guy. After the first recording session, Palance reportedly sensed tension. Killen was intimidated, so Palance said they should go to dinner. The two got to know each other better, and they ironed out all the details for the album, picking the songs that they would record. And the album begins with Brother River, which was also released as a single. It's a song written by Country Music Hall of Famer Hank Cochran and Nashville Songwriter Hall of Famer Red Lane, who also wrote some songs for the Burt Reynolds album. Here's a bit of Brother River. Our dad, he was a boat of lightning And our mama was a storm We were 
were born in a rocky ravine on a rainy Sunday morning. There's no lowlands in this big land that we ain't seen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palance himself is credited for writing three of the album's songs. The first of which is The Meanest Guy That Ever Lived. I'm the meanest guy that ever lived. I spit when others cry. A gun on each of hip, a snarl on my lip, and I laugh when the buzzers die. I, I, I laugh when the buzzers die. Well, I grew up mean and I grew up tough and I fought my way through the trap. The top was my goal, so I cheated and stole and everybody else took the rap. Bergen White provided the string arrangements for the album. White already had credits with Chet Atkins, Waylon Jennings, and Willie Nelson under his belt when this album was made. You can hear some of his arrangement on the Billy Sherrill and Curly Putman song, My Elusive Dreams. Goodbye Lucy is another song written by Palance and was even released as a single. It's been a while since I've gotten to play any old Dave's record collection clips, but it's back. This is from the February 8th, 1983 episode of Late Night with David Letterman. Uh, here's another one of my favorites, and we're going to listen to a little something from it right now. One of my favorite recording stars, Jack Palance, and it's simply called... Talents. Let's listen now to a cut called Goodbye Lucy from the album Talents. I'm tired of motel rooms that look the same. The only thing different are Okay, that's uh, Palance with Jack. And on the, on the back, uh, Jack wants you to get an idea what a real sideburn ought to look like. And so everyone is. Letterman is referring to the album's back cover, which is just a close-up black-and-white picture of Palance's profile. The photo was taken by Ed Thrasher, who also shot the cover. Thrasher was an art director and photographer for decades. Arguably his most famous work 
was the album cover and a film poster for Prince's Purple Rain in 1984. I must confess, Anna, while you rest, I've been watching you. Now your eyes are closed, so I guess you've dozed. Just sleep is so overdue, Hannah. I'll speak softly, because I hate awfully if you should wake and see how I've pushed aside all my manly pride. Have you hear this speech I make? In 1970, Palance even made an appearance performing on the Porter Wagner Show. My special guest today is one of the great, great actors, movie actors of our time, and I'm certainly delighted to have him on the show. He just recorded an album which has some great songs in it. We'll tell you about some of them in a little bit. But right now, here's one of the songs from the album. Let's give him a great big welcome. This is his first visit to our show, Mr. Jack Palance. Thank you, Mark. At the end of the episode, after a performance from Dolly Parton, he returns to sing another Red Lane song. Blackjack County Chains. I want to go over and say hello to him. Make him welcome again, Mr. Jack Palance. Jack, I just want to say welcome to our show. I think you have a great album, and uh, thank you for coming to be with us. Hey, you don't have to thank me. I'm thanking you. Uh, I, um... We hold that up for we can... Yeah, you don't have to thank me. I'm thanking you. We got it that time, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. You are, uh, uh, as you know, I've admired all the movies you've been in, many of them, and uh, uh, congratulations on a great album. Do another number for us out of it, would All right. You? Thank you. Beside the road in Blackjack County Not knowing that the sheriff played a county For men like me who didn't have a penny to their names So I locked my leg to... Definitely singing live, because he gets off with the music there a little bit. The album's engineer, Ernie Winfrey posted a few of the album's songs on YouTube, where he wrote in the description, quote, Back in 1969, I had been working at Woodland Sound for only a few months when Buddy Killen decided to start using me on his overdub and mixing sessions. Not long after that, I guess he trusted me enough to actually start doing some lightweight demo sessions for him. But I'll never forget the day he came in and announced that we were going to be cutting an album on Jack Palance, the famous movie villain. I didn't even know he could sing. As it turned out, he had a pretty fair voice. When the time came, I'm sure I was a nervous wreck, although I can't really remember. All the A-team players were there, at least the ones that were A-team at the time. As I recall, we recorded everything at one time, voices and strings included. I also want to say what a really nice gentleman he was. Very polite and well-mannered. While I was setting his mic up, 
He said that he'd never done this before, and please help him sound as good as possible. Oddly enough, Burt Reynolds asked me to do the same thing when Buddy produced his album. Burt was another super nice guy, but he was no competition for Jack. End quote. Palance's final song that he wrote for the album is Love Can Only Mean You. I have wandered around Searched where love could be found But wherever I go Only sadness I know I have wandered around Seeking dreams that come true Neither the album or either of its singles managed to chart. It did get a CD reissue in 2003 by the label Water. However, the album is currently not streaming anywhere. He would never release another album, but Palance did return to the recording studio in 2001 to narrate The Night Before Christmas for his friend Lori Z's album, Heart of the Holidays. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house... Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. I mentioned near the top of the show that Palance's big break came when he was an understudy for Anthony Quinn. Well, two years prior to Palance, Anthony Quinn released an album of his own titled In My Own Way, I Love You. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.